0: It's another human.
1: Okay, it's for some time then.
0: Hi, welcome back to Deconstructing Damsels. I am your host, Jessica Hannon. I'm occasionally remembering to say this. I hope you enjoyed this episode. This episode is going to be slightly different from most episodes because it is the annual Valentine (laughs) one, and I'm not sure if you're aware, but in the Valentine Day ones, it can get a little bit different. And this time, my lovely partner and always editor, Sven, has joined me, and we are going to be talking about... (laughs) alien cat or cat alien bdsm we are reading kitty versus alien and it's by loki renard it's gonna be a really funny episode because my husband has all the feels and i have all the joy so this is gonna be a very interesting episode before that i want to thank my patrons i want to thank marlena Carrie, the Elm Sisters, and Kelly from Babies and Newbies because you guys <laughs> make things like this possible. Although I got this book from KU, but it's. Things like this are bought because of this, and if you've listened to any of my Patreon episodes, sometimes I enjoy batshit crazy stuff, especially about aliens or mermen or something odd. So, I also wanted to say if you hear. Any screaming in the background, I'm sorry. I'm recording this early February, and I don't know if anyone has been following me on Twitter, but we had a bit of a blizzard. Um, not by a American standards. We had 9 to 10 inches of snow, which doesn't sound that bad. But it's bad enough that the buses and the trains, like even the national trains, were, you know, holding off on for a little while. So trying to get all that into to what it needs to be done. Which means more time to record. (laughs) Now, I also want to say there is a video up on the Damsel's YouTube channel. And I'd like you to go watch it. Because I actually unboxed a bunch of paranormal books. Interestingly enough, not, not about aliens. But a lot of them about vampires. And like you can actually see me. It's an actual visual. It's a video for once. And so... I want to do some more of those and I want to hear you guys' feedback. So if you guys could let me know, that would be great. And I mentioned that because it's the month of lust, right? (laughs) And hello, you can't really go wrong with lust when it comes to paranormal and faded mates. So I will link that below. But one last little thing before I let you guys hear me and my husband speak a lot about (laughs) the crazy crazy book we read I want to talk about the hashtag black author readathon it's this is going to be like halfway through the month so I hope you guys can join but I'm I'm not hosting it or anything but I have been enjoying being able to read these different things and find them and you know kind of find new authors because you know like I said I have I have Kindle Unlimited now I keep on calling it Kindle United and it's certainly not because it's on Amazon but anyway Um, I have KU, and so because I have KU, I'm able to read a lot more authors I may not have found, and I'm I'm very much enjoying it. I'm, you know, I've read some YA. I'm currently reading, well, listening to the audiobook for The Sound of Stars by Alicia Dow, I think is how you say her name. I've also been reading Danielle Allen and Christina C. Jones. I want to say Christina C. Jones is from a wreck with by brie from in love and words i i'm really loving jones's work i'm just like blowing through her love sister series right now i'm on the third one so i'm hoping you guys can check it out i will have links below you know on instagram if you do the hashtag black author readathon you will see plenty of writers and and reviewers and, and people in you know the fandom of romance we're talking about how many great you know romance authors there really are and there truly are like if you check the damsels podcast stories you can see me putting some in there like <laughs> Jacqueline and Miss Thing the cat are amazing because apparently it's the month of cats for me no pun intended so I just I think it's very interesting and I'm hoping you guys will follow along in a smaller vein because when this drops it'll be the end of it but they're uh Lacey and lisa from Lacey book lovers and remarkably lisa have been hosting a lunar new year's readathon it's three days it's like the 12th to the 14th so again when this drops it'll be the end of the of the time but i've been trying to you know finding books to read in that and i have several that i can read and i hope you you know will do so as well because it's pretty interesting sometimes we forget to include diverse reading and and diverse authors. And by saying that, for like, for the Lunar New Year, I'm specifically talking about that because, you know, there's only, like, four countries that was mentioned, I think that Lisa mentioned, that, you know, celebrate Lunar New Year. So it's very interesting to see how, you know, you can kind of, like, incorporate the region and the regions, depending on where you are, and, into that. And I think it's pretty interesting. And i am been enjoying... You know, kind of trying to find things that i can read when i realized i have some on my on my many many books i have bought recently so i know i have at least a courtney milan one of her modern ones um so i will link to that below as well in the comments because or in the not comments <laughs> no in the show notes because i think that's important I mean, why not? Why not have a little bit of fun? And like I said, it's like been three days, but I definitely think you should go. It's uh, hashtag LNY readathon for Lunar New Year readathon. So again, I'm kind of participating in those. I'm trying to do readathons at least once a month because I think that it helps the podcast as well. Don't you? Having you know new authors that I can talk about and things that I can do and... You know, I like to put up reviews and, and I put those up on the website, by the way. There actually are independent reviews that are full reviews, not just my little uh, Instagram instant ones or whatever. There are different ones. So you should definitely you know check those out on the website, which is damselspodcast.com. It's under the little category of reviews, so you can read a few. I have reviewed Big Bad Wolf by Suleika Snyder and Love and Lockdown by Alice Coswell. I have a few more coming because I have quite a few arcs that I need to write up, and sometimes they don't make it onto the show, but I really want to promote them, and I want to kind of bring something out. Okay, I think I've talked to you guys enough, so I'm going to (laughs) let you hear my husband and I talk about this very interesting episode that we have put together today. I hope you enjoy it. I know I had fun making it. It's kind of fun to torture my husband just a little bit. On with the show. (laughs) Hello. Welcome to this episode of Deconstructing Damsels, and we are discussing cat alien BDS porn, I guess you could say.
1: BDS and so much M. (laughs) Especially on the reader's side.
0: (laughs) So, (laughs) I picked this book because I wanted something that was batshit crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think I definitely think it picked up the point, don't you?
1: And it certainly lived up to that, yes.
0: <laughs> so we re- we read "Kitty Versus Alien" by Loki Renard, mm-hmm. which I mentioned in the opening. But I wanted to re reiterate what we <laughs> what we read because I had never read anything like this before. So, I mean, I've read alien like romances before, but I yeah.
1: It certainly is a special one.
0: <laughs> so. Basically, what happens is is skull, skull, skull. I keep calling him skull. I want to say skull. Yeah, skull. Uh he's, skull. From, he's from he's from this weird cat planet called Pur. <laughs> or in human language, it would be like that, but they couldn't pronounce it, so they just called it Pur. Like sure. the, the author really leans into that too. By the way, yeah. <laughs> so she, so they're in there, like. He's chasing after a fugitive, and the fugitive turns out to be her cat. Mm -hmm.
1: I believe the name was Mr. Tiddles. Uh-huh,
0: Mr. (laughs) Tiddles.
1: Ha-ha, (laughs) Tiddles.
0: And so they're (laughs) doing that. And, like, she hits him with a spade because he's trying to go after her cat, and she's like, Fuck you, this is my cat. No.
1: And from there on, a gripping drama unfolds. (laughs) If, also, you get,
0: if you guys thought Barbarella was gripping. Yeah. Also,
1: I, w- I want to say, midway through like, the second page or so,
0: mm-hmm.
1: there's the quote, My story begins, as all good stories do, with an attempted murder, and that should have been the first line of the book.
0: <laughs> I agree. <laughs> that was actually a really good line. I have to be fair, like she actually has some like really interesting lines in this book. Mm-hmm. Especially when they're describing their sex life, because their sex life, guys, it's like... It's basic erotic romance, and I'm calling it porn more because of the way she is. And so I'm just like, that's not okay. Mm. Yeah.
1: And also, um, interesting side note to begin with, because it really only comes up at the start. It takes place during COVID. Yes. Which is going to date it very quickly.
0: I don't know. <laughs> that's the way we keep going through COVID in the world.
1: Yeah, that's that there. Uh... <laughs>
0: because i mean we get one settled and then another variant keeps coming up so it's gonna be a while
1: (sighs) but yeah i only mention that because uh the presence of this cat alien bounty hunter on earth is partly explained by the fact that he has to wear a mask so he's camouflaged brilliantly
0: yes she can't see his face Mm. or his nose
1: yeah because apparently in this species the the area around the eyes is is not furry Mm-hmm. Which, if you visualize that, that is some body horror.
0: <laughs> Wait, so, okay, I actually wrote this down. So, when <laughs> when we were reading this, I was imagining it like Vincent from The Beauty and the Beast from the 1980s mm-hmm. meets, like, anyone that's read Laura Lee's Cat Breeds will probably know, because, like, they have the manes and everything. And possibly the new breeds, but I haven't read the new breeds yet. Like, Learning the Tropes will tell you all about that. Like, they love that series. But I read mm. The Breeds by mm. Laura Lee, which, that's an episode coming up soon, too, because I'm going to have Courtney on for that one.
1: All about the breeding.
0: <laughs> this book, for sure. Mm. Okay, so, and I kind of like, but in the face, I also kept imagining, like, a Persian for some reason, like a Persian cat.
1: I can see it. <laughs> I, uh... It's It's
0: disturbing.
1: I believe there is uh, this one uh, furry comic that's called Strong Set about a panther that is a private detective and I uh, kind of visualized that.
0: Oh, I haven't seen that one. We'll have to put it in the comments. I I think it's called Strong
1: Set. I've never read it myself, but I've seen art. (laughs) I have seen art.
0: (laughs) That's because my husband goes Mm. looking for art, guys. It comes to me. (laughs) Uh, Interesting phrasing after this book, honey. (laughs) <laughs>
1: I'll just wait this laughter off
0: <laughs> it's his expression guys it's mostly his expression <laughs> because he knows he did that So,
1: <laughs> well you made me read this so
0: <laughs> yes but that's because I love torturing my husband <laughs> on occasion
1: that's funny, because this book is all about a husband who loves torturing his wife.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of disciplinary in action.
1: Yeah. It's quite problematic.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Because... I guess we could put a content warning ahead here. There's, uh, this, yeah, we're going to put a
0: content warning right here, yeah.
1: This book has not heard of consent.
0: No. It's like, so... I, he was—he read it first, he read it before I did, because I knew I was going to make notes in the in the book, because I got it on Kindle Unlimited, and so I knew I was going to do that, and I wanted to make sure that he didn't get any of my observations in it, because mm-hmm. he read it through my account, because <laughs> we're not paying for two Kindle uses. sorry.
1: You're also not paying for two copies of this book, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> we didn't pay for any copies, it was free within our Kindle Unlimited yeah. supply. All right, so... <laughs> so it should have been
1: more limited, honestly. <laughs>
0: so there's a lot of consent issues it's it's very like dubcon it's very dubious consent
1: i i feel like it's not even dubious it's just no consent at the start
0: oh no in the beginning no but after that it's very dubcon um like every, so everyone was talking about like ruby dixon and i know that um the heaving bosoms ladies went on smart bitches and talked about robin Love it, I think is her name. Or, yeah, I think so. um They talked about hers, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to do Ice Planet Barbarians. Everyone's been talking about it. I'm, which, no shade, I'm sure it's actually really good, but I, I don't... I, I want to do something different, something I hadn't heard on... So I went looking through Kindle Unlimited and found quite a few... And quite a few of them were prison ones, and I was like, I really don't want to have a prisony one on there. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, I know what I should do. I was like, I, I should fix that somehow. So, I found this one. And he seemed super alien, so I was into that.
1: Yeah.
0: It was very odd. But it was, it was hilarious.
1: True sure or something?
0: No, it was hilarious to me because, like, okay. So... The last alien when I read was actually a Patreon episode. It was called Alien Pets, mm-hmm. so I figured this one was probably going to go that route. Sort of. Well, I mean, like, okay, so she's in a chain. She's called a chain pet, so mm-hmm. like, she wears his chain. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think the term was that was used was chain cap.
0: Yeah, but it's a pet. Yeah, because he calls her a pet a couple times.
1: That is also true
0: so like but she's like chained up like she's up but she's like and like the things he does to keep her occupied I don't know how her body could go through some of those things because like he had her a ball that was literally an orgasm ball she just sat on it and it was like the, the exercise balls we all had like you know back in the day where you would just bounce and it had like little nubs on it and that was but that was her orgasm ball and it just like kept going and going and going mm. by like the 10th time she's like I can't stand anymore I'm like your body couldn't stand that anyway. Like five times you were probably going to be out because it was such an intense orgasm each time.
1: Also for, for uh, clarity reasons, we should back up a little bit in the plot. She comes him over the head. He takes her in uh, along with her cat because the cat is believed to be a escaped prisoner and prepared to groan, nip dealer in disguise. And then she allows her cat to escape on the alien planet
0: no, 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 no. She doesn't allow it. Remember, he leaves the door open so he can spank her and claim her.
1: Right, right, right. So right.
0: She, doesn't even, she doesn't even do that. He does that.
1: Yeah, but she, she, she welcomes the distraction. Yep. In any case, then, she is uh, basically uh, dragged before the court because she allowed the fugitive whose name is apparently Richard Kimball, in one word, mm-hmm. grown again, <laughs> to escape. So uh, he requests for her to be his chain kept so uh, she is not punished any harsher or whatever and also at that point we get a uh, bit where they say oh yeah the, you, you got an implant it allows you to understand our native language of persil tongue
0: uh-huh. please
1: don't jk me
0: yeah no it gets even better because like when when we heard about that the chip I was like oh it's like a movable in basically
1: Yep, yep, yep. Or like like the thing in Farscape, basically, oh, yeah, yeah, verbatim.
0: The, yeah, that's true. Mm. I was thinking of the TARDIS, but you're right, the Farscape thing. It, 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 yeah. I'd i forgotten that they had that in there. Yeah, that's how John was able to talk to yeah. everybody. I mean,
1: in Farscape, it's not a ship, but microbes. But it's, yeah. it's the same deal. suddenly gets injected. Oh, I understand all. Mm.
0: Nanos, nano, nano.
1: Mm. Also, uh, at this point in my notes, I i don't like the deterministic misogyny because yeah basically there's a lot of yes she feels it is her destiny to be his and to be passive and to be feminine and not to do anything for herself
0: yeah but then but then he turns around and says like he loves that she's independent and like apparently okay so to be fair he's apparently been like attracted to her for like three months that he was hiding out in her her neighborhood trying to catch this like Cat. We oh, should we should mention the cat can like move bodies basically, like the person the the, the 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 fugitive. Yeah, the fugitive can move bodies. So like at one point it was like in a in like a whatever the gr- grimgrimgrimkin grimalkind. Grimalkin. Yeah, the grimalkin. So he can move in that, and then um.
1: That that's the name of the cat species. Yeah, that's a,
0: yeah that's the species, and so he can move in that, and then like he moved from there to like. Other bodies and kept bouncing around so they couldn't so skull couldn't catch him as a mm. bounty hunter skull yeah well, he's uh got issues
1: mm. also at this point in my notes, I like to get back to it uh, I don't know how you felt about it, but uh reading the book, a lot of phrasings felt like each paragraph was written like the blurb on the back of a book,
0: yeah, some of them did, yeah,
1: yeah, basically what was she to do with? In this fate of blah, 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 blah basically it kept summarizing the plot so far. Yeah. Which I guess may be a word con thing.
0: Also, well, I mean, because it's, guys, it's only 165 pages, so it's not a long book. It's mm. not quite a novella, not quite like a long, it's like, about the size of a Harlequin. Mm. Um, But I think that also it did that because there was so much shit going on in the plot. Hmm sometimes we needed a reminder of what would just happen because, it's especially, like we could have used those little phrases like the last like twenty five percent more often, so we could remember where we were sometimes mm-hmm. in the space of like the the plot line.
1: Yeah, and also the the content feels really misogynistic in general.
0: Yeah, it's well, I don't know if I'd call it misogynistic. It plays into that that trope where the someone wants to be dominated right mm-hmm. and so that's exactly
1: what yeah bussy but it's um...
0: and she mentions that later in the book she said that that's what she liked
1: what mm. stuck out to me is like at one point she remarks that earthmen are too complicated because they're not all about the sex and i'm wondering what earth is she from
0: well i mean it depends on where she is though because it sounds like she's in like not a small town she sounds like she's in like a bigger area
1: Still, if if she wants to fight a man who's all about the fucking, she finds that out in every corner.
0: Yeah, but the question is, is do you want to fuck that person?
1: Well, I guess they're not hairy enough for her.
0: <laughs> or, I mean, well, no, not even just that. Like, I mean, living in the cities... Yup. Yeah. I've noticed that there's a lot of... um Like... Depending on where you live, there's, like, one kind of guy you're going to find in that area. Like, anyone that's lived in, like, a big city will know this. Like, I – when I lived in, like, Atlanta, I kept running into guys that were not tech sector or anything because I hadn't started in Atlanta yet. But they were, like, um, you know, guys that wore suits and ties mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I get, I get the feeling that um, this book is almost a push away from the, like, Christian Grey – I know, guys, I know it's not okay to really talk about it too much because romance and he is tired of it. But in reference to this, because, like, he is, like, that, that you know, solid business billionaire, blah, blah, blah Like, that's his position. And mm. so this guy is the opposite of that.
1: In a way. I mean, a, he's also all business about his profession. It's just that he's a bounty hunter.
0: Well, yeah, but what I mean is, is, like, his but, – but sexually. Hmm. It's actually, it's very different because like Christian is like damaged and blah, 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 blah. And there's all those issues.
1: Yeah, I guess school is played more as, as supposed to be pure in a way.
0: Yeah. Like he's just, I mean, he calls him, she calls him an animal at one point. So mm. he's supposed to be animalistic. Mm. And okay. So we should mention he's like seven feet tall.
1: Something like that,
0: yeah. Yeah, but, like, he's got, like, human features as well.
1: Yeah, it's super described as, as a weird mixture of features, but apparently it appeals to her.
0: Well, yeah, but they, it's interesting because, like, apparently later on we'll discuss it more about that. But, like, it's very interesting that he's described as human. Because when you look at him, or not look at him, but when you, like, imagine him, he doesn't seem very human. Hmm. Like, for some reason, like, for his, like, facial features, I also see it more of, like, a Persian means, like, a lion.
1: Hmm. Yeah, since she was, I think described as having black fur. Yeah. just mentioning that, I keep going back to panther.
0: Yeah, but see, I keep going to the lion and the uh, and the Persian because of the long hair, the mane, mm. and the fur, mm. and the I keep I keep going into that, the pelt. Mm. And apparently, they have like furs there, and I'm like, I hope it's not another kind.
1: Yeah, it's never described what kind of uh I think those fur blankets are made of that she's uh using in the cave that he kidnaps her to. because uh, he's a city cat but he still lives in a cave on a cliff because i guess this is supposed to be the foreshadowing that he actually belongs in the wild
0: well there's also that there's also the fact that he's obviously like trying to stay off the radar too yeah. even before she gets there
1: still I, I feel like that's supposed to tie in
0: oh yeah it is but like so, okay so there's we should mention i think it's called like the feral species or something like that no feral aliens i think is what it's what's called anyway um so you've got the city kind and the feral hmm. and through some mechanisms of her like yeah just random so okay may i yeah it's, yeah it, uh
1: the way a uh, transport works on the in the society is uh Basically uh, teleporters, similar to Stargates but on a personal level. Yeah. Uh inserted into walls. And she uh figures out how to use them and just dials places at random. And at one point is uh being held captive by guards in some kind of government facility.
0: Yeah, military facility.
1: And these guards uh as military is prone to do, uh seek some kind of sick pleasure in uh maybe in killing her and she gets rescued by Skull who is like, no, no let's not do that. Because um, that's his
0: mate. Mm, he calls and, her his mate then.
1: Faded so, mates, guys. And so he kills the military personal with his bear paws. No, wait, it's cat paws. Anyway. Uh, oh,
0: yeah, yeah. They actually have cat paws. Like, they describe it as actual cat paws. Yeah. Not hands.
1: Yeah. though so I figured they must have thumbs.
0: Yeah, but I'm assuming that they've got like the cat pads.
1: Yeah, it's like a bear cat situation. And,
0: and they do the Wolverine thing where their claws just...
1: K- yeah. Anyway, he kills some military personnel, and so he's on the run as well, which means that they have to retreat into the wilderness. Yeah. And in the jungle, they meet the tribe of...
0: The Ferals. But to backtrack a little bit, to when you talk about her going into the city, mm-hmm. um, there's... She's just, like, randomly punching a button, so she has no idea where she is. Yeah. The the capital city, by the way, is called...
1: Oh, I forgot that one.
0: Scratch City. <sighs> <laughs> so, anyway, so she's walking around Scratch City. Twin
1: sister, uh, t- twin city of uh, itch city.
0: <laughs> so, she's uh. going there. And she's punching in all these buttons, and she watches, like, these two women, like, basically having a fight, may have actually killed one another. Like, mm. one may have killed the yep. other one, and they walk away. And it's, like, it's apparently, like, in this, I'm imagining, you know, an angel in that white room that they had, that marble mm. room? Like, that's what I'm imagining.
1: Yeah, they apparently they have spec- specific gutters for, for the blood runoff of personal fights.
0: Yeah, and cleaners, like, like a little, like, uh, thing comes up and cleans it, like... Mm. Yeah,
1: I mentioned like like in Demolition Man, the graffiti <laughs> cleaner thing.
0: Yeah, so like they clean that up or whatever, but then she punches out and somewhere. Oh, she didn't punch out. Someone else punches a number and she gets locked in there, and she ends up in like the slums.
1: Mm-hmm. Where she meets friendly exposition vendor who I think would make for a better protagonist.
0: Yeah, garbage. That was his, his name. Not mm-hmm. not not making a value yeah. statement. That was his statement about his name.
1: Yes, and he's a street vendor, and he sells, I suppose, garbage.
0: Repurposed and, stuff.
1: and food. Yeah, food. Melons? Was it melons? I don't know.
0: No, it was meat.
1: Why, do I, why did I think melons?
0: I don't know, but it was meat. Because remember, he gives her the meat, and she's like, oh, I don't know if I should take this, but I'm so hungry.
1: Right, 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 right.
0: And so then, like, he ends up knowing her name, and she's like, how the fuck? I didn't say my name.
1: And we, ne- we never uh, get any kind of resolution for that bit.
0: I'm wondering because this is a series. I'm wondering if he's going to come back at some point.
1: Let's hope not. <laughs> I feel like friendly exposition vendor uh, deserves better than to be in this series.
0: <laughs> so garbage like does that, and then that's when she hits the military base because she's trying to like get away, and she's like, she only remembers like the numbers, but she doesn't remember the order they go in, so she doesn't know how to get mm. back to, to uh, the, the cave. The cave, yeah, the ha- apartment. I guess you could call it home base. Yeah. Because, like, apparently it's it's very, like, rudimentary, but then, like, it's got all kinds of, like, kitted out, like, <laughs> no pun intended, like, kitted out, um, like, tech and stuff like that. So it's very mm-hmm. odd, kind of, how it, how he's, like, living in yep. both worlds, yep. foreshadowing type stuff. Mm-hmm. But then, like, um, before we go back to the ferals, that's a special sort of world. Mm-hmm. I got all kinds of comments about that. But, um,. I I did like the fact that, like he took care of her because apparently, apparently how did he how did he take care of her, honey?
1: Uh, remind me. Did did oh, oh no, that wasn't a vendor though that was no
0: that was him sc-
1: that was skull, back, back yeah. to the hobble yeah yeah skull uh, apparently licked her wounds and it has healing properties because why the fuck not at that point
0: but she, she but she was like in there for like a month healing
1: and he just got them them them
0: because he couldn't take her to the hospital because if he did then they'd be caught
1: hmm. also uh, a little bit earlier in the book i uh, i keep glancing up my notes so i want to uh? get to that before we uh, we lose track of that
0: oh no i'm i'm all about talking about this book out of order because this book is all hmm. kinds of fucked up
1: i not noticed a few things that strike me as hmm like there is uh Obviously, all the breeding fetish stuff.
0: Yeah, that's a huge breeding fetish. Like, and it's kind of weird yeah, because, t- like, he is all about it, and she's just like, er.
1: Yeah, she she's. I've been here
0: for two days. Er,
1: she doesn't get asked. She didn't even know that she could get pregnant from him. But and, he like
0: bones are hard and fast, yeah,
1: and he's aiming for that right from the start. Mm-hmm. And he even goes as far as telling her that her country Earth contraception is worthless there and there's an undertone of those disgusting Earth customs like contraception.
0: Well, and also he's also talking about how like, he's so ten- like, it, like according to this humans are like rudimentary like not allowed anywhere, mm-hmm. right? Like you you can't, we're so behind the times. It's less a lesser species. Yeah, which I mean, you see that a lot. Because like I'm reading another book called The Sound of Stars and uh, it's very different it's mm. YA for one thing, yeah. so you ain't got no sex in it like this. Yeah. Also, but it, it does the same thing, saying that, like, you know, we're lesser beings. Hmm.
1: And also on, on a side note, one line that stuck out to me uh, for several reasons was, like, uh, was, and I quote, your fertile little holes are mine to use.
0: Yeah. So, first
1: of all, you. And second of all, <laughs> you. I'm pre- I'm pretty sure there's only <laughs> one hole that is fertile. I don't know where he's going to, what else is going to fertilize. <laughs>
0: I don't think we need to know, honestly.
1: I I think he may need another anatomy lesson when it comes to humans.
0: Well, yeah, and it's like.
1: But it, yeah, I also noted big no means yes energy in this.
0: Yeah. There's a lot
1: of no means yes.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of like weird.
1: Because all the time when she when he does something new, she's like no, 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 but don't stop.
0: And like, when she like, like the the yeah the the no means yes thing is especially. Like, after they haven't been having sex for a while because she had to heal and then she was mm. pregnant. Don't know how long the pregnancy, pregnancy lasts, but I'm assuming at least, like, four months or something.
1: Unspecified.
0: But, like, I was assuming it'd be closer to, like, a cat length, which is usually, you know, mm. like...
1: Let's let's take humans and cats and split the difference.
0: Yeah. So that's what I'm saying about, like, four or five months. Because, like, mm. she, so she's pregnant. Like, the minute he gets her there, she gets pregnant, basically. Mm. And she's on the run. She's doing all that. We're gonna come back to that, but I bring it up because when they're talking about the sex, <laughs> here was a quote: uh, "My pussy is already sore from initial punishing fuck. A grimlickin is not a uh, is not an easy lover, but he is a satisfying one." Yeah, because yeah. like he has to be he has to be easy on her because he fucks her so hard she can't move. Basically,
1: yeah, there's, there's a lot of yeah, but she needs it though in there.
0: And then she's like, Oh, but I want it, I want it. Like mm-hmm. it it's a very Consent is a very interesting thing in this book. Like yeah. it's like, because like at first because well, even at first she was like she wanted to bone him when mm. she first saw him, which I think is probably the fated mates part, honestly. Mm. That's probably that setup. So that
1: I'm not somewhat that. makes sense, but I'm not a fan of fated mates at all.
0: <laughs> you can see where we disagree on some things. Mm. Because it's a, it's a pretty standard, like, paranormal or yeah. sci-fi romance. Also,
1: uh, I think the writer thought of themselves as much cleverer than they are.
0: And see, this is again where we disagree, because I actually really like this book. Hmm. I don't know. I, I had some issues with the book, but I like the book in yeah. general.
1: I feel like there's a lot of lampshading that felt like it was supposed to be clever, but really fell flat for me.
0: And see, for me, I was, like, all about it. Huh. I loved it. Like, I think, like... I started reading it on the 6th and I finished it on the 9th to give you guys an idea of when we were recording this. I mentioned it in the intro anyway. But what I found interesting was at first I was like, oh, this is awful. And then I got like the first like 20% done. I was like, oh, I want to read more. (laughs) I (laughs) want to know where the hell this is going because it's like, there's these like weird little worlds. Like, again, like I mentioned Barbarella and for some reason that's how I was seeing it. I was seeing it almost a Barbarella world. Hmm. Where you've got little different bubbles in different places and different mm-hmm. societies. Yeah, it
1: plays stuff. a little bit like that. But So, once again, I'm suspicious of, of, of the, the writer's intentions, because when they get to the jungle cats, there's also, like, uh, mentioned that the jungle cats all still have their tails, yeah. and the city cats are all uh, have their tails clipped at the start, and that feels like a circumcision metaphor, Well, which is, sorry, uh, which is kind of a pet topic for a lot of MRAs and a lot of the whole thing reads like an MRI scan to me.
0: Oh, see, it doesn't to me. But like the um the tail docking thing also reminds me of dogs too. Mm-hmm. You have to remember there are cats that do not have tails. Mm. Like there there are quite a few like house pet size cats, mm. and so um there is that going on.
1: Yeah. Speaking of dogs, though, uh, I also noticed that at one point uh in the tribe there's talk of an alpha, and I'm like. That's not even the right family of mammals. Em-
0: okay, but it's not t- even
1: the right family of mammals. <laughs> and that- it's a disproven theory. It's bunk. <laughs> it's double bunk. <laughs> it's a whole bunk bed.
0: <laughs> but it's a thing. Like it's like alphas do not necessarily mean like dog because like there are alphas in the Laura Lee breed series, and it's it's like for sci-fi. It's like it can for sci-fi breed type. You know, different breeds, not humans. Um, or human hybrids, the Alpha is very common, because they're often the ones that are in charge and get a, getting the people out of the situation.
1: Yeah, it's just it's just based on a disproven theory, and it bugs me.
0: I know, but everything bugs you, honey.
1: Yes, yeah, because of all the bugs.
0: Yeah, I know, but there's nothing you could read that you would enjoy if it didn't bug you.
1: I'm sure there's something. I just have to write it
0: first. <laughs> even then it would bug him trust me
1: yeah it would bug me it would not be good that's the that's the thing that would bug me it would not be very good
0: <laughs> so point being i i was down for that and like i was imagining like when they were talking about him like rescuing her from that from the uh m- military place like the like fur was standing on his end as like his like every, like he looked like he i was imagining him as like a cat man just like thunk. But without the Gail Simone, like, <laughs> commentary to go with it.
1: Oh, that Catman. man.
0: Yeah. Hmm. But I was like, imagine him doing those kind of actions, but looking like mm-hmm. a cat, mm-hmm. Catman, and then, like, fur on end, so, like, a regular, like, house cat. Hmm. And, and they're very confused about, like, house cats on this planet, because, so, they finally found some time when this cat was, like, Lost in space or whatever that you know. um
1: Oh, just Skull you.
0: finds him but when yeah. when she's on the run. He, yeah,
1: the anti-climax he, recovery. Yeah, because the mayor. Yeah, it turns out that he finds her off page while she is injured and not as. Oh, that's not an escape fugitive after all. Nerp Yep.
0: Yeah. So, but so he's like carrying this the cat around like a baby, almost in like a baby Bjorn, I think that's what they're called. Yeah. yeah. So in one of those. And so he's like carrying this cat around in one of those like little sleeves as they walk through the jungle because, you know, that way the cat doesn't become dinner for something else that lives mm-hmm. on the planet. And then which, like the pharaohs are just like, what the fuck is that?
1: Interesting enough, we never go into any of the other wildlife on the planet.
0: No, they talk about it a little bit. They killed something. Yeah, Elkhorn or something, which I'm assuming is something like an elk.
1: Yeah, but we, we don't know what the wildlife looks like. That's, that's mm-hmm. kind of interesting oversight in world building.
0: Well, no, I think it's actually intentional for this mm. because it's so full of facts that if you mm. added that in there, it would have just muddied the water even more. Because like, there's a lot of there's like three different plot lines going on in this book at any given time, mm.
1: and yet only one.
0: Yes, like the the main one is the fucking. Yes. And so like they they basically do almost like a uh, voyeurism type thing during when they first get there. So he fucks her like. Really well, really, really well, and so that way everyone can hear her moans and know that she is his and not food mm. and not because apparently they eat her. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's, what, what do we call people again who have uh, sex with pets and livestock? Remind me.
0: <laughs> nope.
1: Okay, just just saying.
0: Not going there. Um. So now that's, that's going on and she's like super comfortable where she is it was like she loves this pharaoh jungle place now when we talk about the pharaoh jungle place we gotta talk about something did something or did it remind you of anything
1: uh what tar could it be
0: what what, what 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 did it remind you of specifically when they were talking about society and stuff
1: It seemed like an avatar rehash, but I don't think that's what you are getting. That
0: I was thinking of avatar, but also thinking of like it was literally like it reminded me a lot of how white people saw the American Indians.
1: Oh yeah, that. And I'm
0: saying, and I'm saying American Indians instead of Native Americans for a reason. I'm saying American Indian because that's what they were calling them at the time.
1: Yeah, that's. It's literally it's
0: referencing that time point.
1: Basically, the 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 fantasy layer over the real people
0: exactly. It's like, it's very Pocahontas-y, like, you know, the Disney Mm. version of that, versus, like, an actual Native American society.
1: Dentists with women, I guess.
0: Huh?
1: Dentists with women.
0: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. But, like, I mean, so it reminded me a lot of that, like, the shamanistic, and the woo-woo, and the, Mm. and and no no disrespect to the woo-woo, the woo-woo was for the book. Mm. Mm. The woo-woo is... Specifically for this weird pharaoh yeah. society, because apparently there's a ton of those little pharaoh societies throughout. Yeah,
1: and also, uh, I guess we should, uh, in the interest of fairness, mention that apparently the pharaoh society has a matriarch.
0: Yeah, Shanti. Hmm. Uh,
1: basically, she's just there to be to be f- firm and motherly.
0: Yes, which kind of sets up the future of Kitty, I think, later on too.
1: End do you book. think do you think she's meant to take her place?
0: Yeah. I Which, got that feeling. Also
1: problematic there. Yeah. G- great white savior shit.
0: Yeah. Um
1: Also there's this there's, there's this subtle undercurrent of racism when when you have that uh, a feral domineering hyper masculine alien and he's specifically described as black in color.
0: Black and blue.
1: Yeah, still, a, yeah. There, there is something very um, iffy going on.
0: <laughs> there is, and there's also, hold on, there was also the description of Shanti's son, Finner. Let's see. Finner had a dark pelt with wild white markings trim, uh, trembling his physique. His eyes are also golden like his brothers and mothers, but he has a less serious air about him. If I had to categorize him in human terms, I'd describe him as a jock. Young brash, and about to say something completely fucking stupid. And there, there's also something very gross about the way that like, they talk about her in the beginning, the feral mm. cats, mm. about how like like how Finner says, you know, like you've impregnated the human. Are you not concerned about the abomination which which will likely ensue? And then Skull's like, if you refer to my future infant as an abomination again, I will gut you. Skull's reply reply is swift and effective. Finner throws his head back and laughs. A bold and good answer, friend, but you have to be concerned. Your offspring will be weaker for their humanity. What if they have no fur to keep the elements from their skin? What if they have no claws with which to climb and fight? How could they possibly survive in the wild? Hmm. That was, like, very weird to me.
1: Uh, Also, uh... Great example of how, how the dialogue can be written very clunky. mm Because like nobody talks like what a, with an abomination that is likely to ensue And that's, mm. original, that's that nobody talks like that.
0: But that's just the point. They're not nobody, they're a whole new alien species.
1: Yeah, still we're supposed to relate to them as people though.
0: I don't think we're supposed to relate to the feral as much. Hmm. They're the mysticism part of it. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if you... Because if you read the book, by the way... And I actually highly recommend reading this book if you want something, like, batshit weird to read. Like, Mm. it's right up your alley.
1: What strikes me is that you could transpose the whole story to a colonialist 1920 setting, and it would really not change much. Did you get kind of a quarter main energy from this?
0: Mm. I think it actually does, but that's because I'm looking at it... I'm looking at someone who's, like, in... In the genre. Like, mm. I love the genre. I read it all the time. You do not. You so, read whatever I hand you. <laughs> Let's be real. Like, you don't actively look for anything to read.
1: Yeah. Still, that does mean that the undercurrent isn't there.
0: No, no, no. That's not what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is, is I think it's different because of our perspectives of coming into it. Mm. Because to me, I'm reading it as if she's this bold, like, you know, lady that's going to, like make them all listen, and da-da-da-da. Because, like, she starts a war, basically, by her just, like, gate-hopping. Hmm. And so, there's all this going on.
1: Yeah, I mean, the war comes in, uh, in exactly one scene to have a climactic battle.
0: But if you know, she said that they're not done. Yeah, and of w- course. We'll, Sequel bait. We'll, but Yeah, I know, but we'll get there in a minute. But the point being, like, she starts a war based on her inability to listen and blah-blah-blah-blah-blah. Which is... More paternalistic, I think. Mm-hmm. And then I can see the colonialism, guys. I mean, I mentioned the Native American thing because that was like the first thing I thought of. I was like, ha. But it's not the greatest part, which is why I knocked off some, some Star stuff for it because I didn't like that part. Mm-hmm. But I think that if you just want something easy to read, this is the way to go. Because you don't have to think really hard in this one. Mm-hmm. You know it's kind of like it's like watching an episode of Dark Angel I think
1: something like that yeah
0: you know it's not very complicated
1: yeah i mean in, in the end it, it is porn over the plot so
0: exactly it's porn with plot not without porn <laughs> all the fanficers will know what i mean when i port. say
1: port a good bottle of port <laughs>
0: But then we get to the climactic scene after she's been there for a couple months and they've kind of like bonded in. And I'm still I'm still not convinced they didn't give them some kind of plant or something to make them so happy because he completely changed his opinion in a matter of like a day.
1: I mean, a plant or or a bad writing, your choice.
0: I think it was a plant. I got the feeling because it's like because they're out in the jungle where they don't know anything. Hmm. And so I got that feeling. And the climatic scene, the military and stuff comes through this. Like, they've they've put in a glass, a walking glass, because, you know, they walk through those portals. So they put Mm. a portal in there. And basically, the military and stuff are coming, bearing down, and she's, you know, ready to give birth. Like, she's been having all kinds of, like, birthing things. They're not telling anybody that she's not feeling so great. Mm-hmm. And she's got one of those instincts of foreboding, so she's going after her husband, I guess, is what you'd call him? Her At mate. that point, I guess. Well, she, he calls her his wife, so...
1: So, de facto.
0: Yep. So, you know, she goes after him and has the baby.
1: Yep, in the middle of the battlefield.
0: Which made me think of...
1: Could it be Farscape?
0: Uh-huh. Farscape, but in a jungle!
1: Yeah. Does not improve things. <laughs> Also she is no Aaron Soon, I can tell you that.
0: No, but she's she, not meant to be.
1: She's not even a Claudia Black.
0: It'd be really hard to be Claudia Black if her name is Kitty.
1: Yeah. Kitty Black? No, well, that doesn't sound right. Kitty Black is a great stripper name though.
0: <laughs> Kitty Claudia. Um hmm. Claudia Kitty. Um Claudia Cat. <laughs> But so, it's one of those type scenes, but I actually, like, visually I could actually imagine what was going on, which was nice. Like, I could cinematically imagine as I was reading it, I could see where they were coming, because, like, the um, the ferals come in at different angles, and because they know the land better than the military, shooting at them doesn't work.
1: Yeah, it's a classic guerrilla versus high-tech warfare kind of thing.
0: Yeah. And so, all that's going on, and you know, the baby is born, they kind of beat back the forces who when they shatter the portal, they can't get back.
1: Which means there's peace for a while. (laughs) Also, uh, I just realized you know what that makes the uh, feral cats in this sense? It makes them fucking Ewoks. (laughs) Oh man, I would have rather read a book about Ewoks. (laughs) And I don't even like Star Wars.
0: (laughs) And I refused to read anything about Ewoks because I wanted a Teddy Ruxman, so fuck that shit. <laughs> I had a Teddy Ruxman, and then the Ewoks came out, and I still like my Teddy Ruxman, but I was creeped the hell out. Mm. So, in the short, they have the baby, mm-hmm. and Shanti is really mad at her for putting everyone's life at risk for being, you know, irresponsible. I'm like, Dude, her husband is going into a battle. She doesn't even know what's happening until someone, like, she overhears it. And then she's pregnant and having the baby. A little grace, guys. A little grace. Because <laughs> she's only been on this planet for, like, five months at this point. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> oh, however long the pregnancy was.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming five months. I'm going to go with five months. I don't care what it says. Five months makes more sense to me. Four to five months. It
1: would be hilarious if it was three weeks.
0: <laughs> well, they said months in the thing. Did they? Mm -hmm. They mentioned men's a couple times. See, he wasn't reading as closely as I was. His notes were not nearly as long as mine. I can see his notes. He put them on a notepad, the computer version.
1: (laughs) They're they're right there.
0: Yeah. And then one thing that we also noticed was like the name of the baby.
1: Yeah. Oh, you want me to do the honors? Pfi. Yeah. Like a German baby trying to pronounce the German word for two. Yep,
0: yeah, because he's of two worlds. You see, Uh-oh. English and, or I guess Earth, I should say, but I say English because that's what she spoke. Hmm. So
1: Earth uh, and <sighs> Per. <Purr.
0: laughs> see, this is why I was so mean to him, guys. <laughs> This is why I made him read this book. The
1: planet is called Purr. Uh
0: Uh-huh. But then again, you used to watch a show called ALF, so... And they ate cats, so...
1: You know, the interesting thing is, I was just in this moment thinking that uh, Planet Purr seems like a gag that could have come out of the ALF animated series.
0: (laughs) So... The best part is, is this is, again, a series, which means there is a second book that just came out in December, which is how I found this book, by the way, because I was going to read the second book first, and I was very confused. I was like, we should read the first in the series. Should we, though? Oh, yes, we're going to, and I'm going to make him read it, and we're going to put it on Patreon.
1: The second, then. Hmm? The second one.
0: The second book, yes. Hmm. Thankfully, there's only two so far, but when the third one comes out, if I still got my KU...
1: What do you mean, third one? <laughs>
0: And if the third book comes out because it's a series,
1: but she seems have... to
0: write she seems to write like three like trilogies a lot because I looked at her stuff so or <laughs> his stuff I should say I don't know if it's her or
1: how she would maybe write a, a trilogy.
0: <laughs> so the best part about this is is the second book is about the fugitive.
1: Wait, what? Isn't he implied to be dead?
0: Implied. Where'd it go? where you...
1: This... I'm not going to read a whole book about a guy who called Richard Kimball who's an alien.
0: <laughs> he doesn't go by Richard Kimball. That's what they called him.
1: Yeah, but that's that that, that, that supposed to be his name, though.
0: No, it's not. In the next book, it tells you his name.
1: But then this book lied. Hmm. It has so much integrity. How could it lie?
0: <laughs> so... I read the little snap snippet thing, and it's gonna be great. Sebastian is fugitive, who's not a fugitive. Well, he is, but like he's he's within the realm of their world now. How's that
1: supposed to work?
0: (laughs) I mean, I don't know, but that's how it works.
1: So, is the third book like them all meeting up and it's threesome time?
0: Nope. There is a there's another there there is another character I told you. It's another human.
1: Okay, it's for some time then.
0: Nope. Faded mates, too. Uh... I will say this, the character the, the, the love interest for the fugitive, his name is Pixie. And she has caramel skin, which is all kinds of issues, by the way. We don't describe things by
1: I was just going to say, if your skin is caramel, see a doctor.
0: (laughs) It's also not how we describe people. We don't describe people as food. Yeah, it
1: should be epidermis. It should
0: not be caramel. (laughs) Like, I'm on her Facebook. And the Facebook says, she talks about, like, I'm a a writer who likes to write very naughty girls and dominant men.
1: You don't say. (laughs) Don't see the girls being naughty, though. (laughs)
0: well I don't know man Kitty kept trying to be naughty so she could get those spanks she loved to be spanked guys like half the book started getting spanked and getting off on it yeah
1: but what one may call naughty the other would call basic survival
0: (laughs) yes but she seems to think it's not (laughs) basic survival I
1: don't care what she thinks (laughs) she's not real I don't have to care what she thinks
0: so I went to her webpage. I went to Loki Renard's I keep saying she, I'm sorry. If you're if if it's a male or a female, I'm sorry. I just keep thinking it's so the author, I'll say that. It
1: sure feels like a guy who wrote this.
0: Well it says her first book in her first Possessive God series, so oh, yes. <laughs> so, so um but Loki uh when she's writing her like her website is actually her Amazon page, so like they redirect to the Amazon page. Ah. (laughs) But like, um, she's got a whole bunch of them. She's got like a human pet prison, Beast King. A human
1: pet prison was a great episode of Steven Universe.
0: Human pet pound.
1: Leave that to Chuck Tangle, please.
0: (laughs) She's got another one called, uh, Brutally Broken. Uh, Karen vs. Alien.
1: Recreated with the titles, isn't she? The variety is mind-numbing. <laughs>
0: it's only 68 pages. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll read that one. Wait, wait, it, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. She made a porn and had it stop one short of 69? <laughs> that seems like the greatest insult I've ever seen in my life to the reader. If you're making a porn and it's short of...
0: Just make... just. <laughs>
1: just one well, more page. Well, notice they didn't
0: 69 in this one either. No, but if you're going possible. to make
1: important you almost have 69 pages, make it 69 pages. You owe it to your reader to make it 69 pages so they can close the book and say, nice.
0: <laughs> so the best part about this, by the way, is that title is <laughs> Karen versus Alien. Sound yeah.
1: familiar? <laughs> I sure hope it's it's not uh, Karen in the sense that is colloquially used now.
0: It came out in two thousand and
1: twenty, so Oh son of a hell.
0: By the way, all these books again are on Kindle U. So
1: I'm I'm not going to accept a current protagonist. <laughs> that that is antithetical to what a term even means.
0: So <laughs> can you guess?
1: What?
0: Who the fugitive was?
1: Uh I guess it was not her cat then? I I I, I have no idea what you're getting at.
0: You just got it completely wrong.
1: So her cat is still a fugitive? <laughs> that's that's some commitment to the bit I have to say.
0: <laughs> so that means Pixie and the... <laughs> okay. My guess is probably that he's going to find... Because he can go on a dead body, so he has to find dead bodies. So I mean, I guess that cat he took over must have been dead?
1: You... That that is very troubling, considering the the, the pornographic future of him.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Please don't fuck the corpse.
0: <laughs> because let me see. Because I remember reading that and going, that's that's it's something. Because he talks about how he has to move and find ways out
1: or in, if you will.
0: Uh, no, he's got to find his way out first. Let's see.
1: Oh, he's gonna find his way into something though.
0: And like, It's funny, because like, he talks about how like the pharaoh cast are having discuss- sc- a discussion inside the clearing. After the city attacked, a lot of debris was pulled through the closing portal. It's complicated, and as a cat, I don't have to care about that at all, so I don't. So it's like a sentient being inside a cat that's turning into a cat.
1: Ah, so it's going by discord body possession rules.
0: Apparently, yeah. And like, when they find Pixie, because Pixie's on the planet and they don't know how, so she says, um, Valkyrie is Shanti's son. And he's like, is that another human? Falkyrie asks. It looks just like yours, but different.
1: Excuse me, what? <laughs> Look, it, it either does or doesn't.
0: Well, it looks like his because there's no fur, there's no pelt. It looks a lot like, you know, kitty. I That's think. still a dumb sentence. <laughs> but that means the, the the, the women in this book so far the humans in this book so far have got five letters and they're like descriptions kitty pixie Chitty <laughs> needless to say we will be reading this book because this was a book I wanted to read to start with mm-hmm this is what I and it's called scratch and so it, we started to read this one and I was like no no so now I'm gonna make him read it uh, yep I still have my account for like another like Five months, so... Plenty of time to read it.
1: Something just broke within me.
0: Yeah! Man, he should be glad I wasn't making him read some of the other ones. Oh? There were were some male-male... Okay. That was impreg. (laughs) Eh. But it was a free book, so I'm not sure how good it was going to be.
1: I mean, this was mess preg, so... (laughs)
0: Oh, oh, we forgot to talk about, like, so they talk about the um the cats, and, like, the women apparently have, like, nipples like a regular house cat. They have, like, six nipples.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So they have, like, six tiny boobs, I guess.
1: Hmm. Which is uh, very useful if you're trying to make uh, percussive music on your own.
0: But apparently they don't wear clothes that much either, because she said she was overdressed wearing a blanket. Kenny yeah. was overdressed just wearing a blanket yeah, that, to hide her butt. To...
1: The jungle cats uh, are yeah. not wearing much clothes. The, okay. the city cats do.
0: Yeah, the city cats. Oh, yeah, she stole someone's wedding dress at one point. Yes. Because she was naked, she's like, "I'm naked." So she was like, "Oh, can I have this?" And the military guy's like, "Why are you wearing a wedding dress?" She's like, "Oh, is that what this is? I don't know. I just walked through a portal and walked back out." <laughs> when the when the bride was like beating her over the head with a root. also.
1: As a side note, monogamous cats are a very strange concept.
0: Mm. If you're talking about, like, a human cat, yeah, but these are not human cats. But clearly they've been breeding with humans before because they look like humans, too. Yeah, I think there's a bit where
1: the Protagonist idly theorizes that maybe they are a hybrid species because they're uh, genetically compatible, but it doesn't go anywhere.
0: No, but and then it comes back out there. Like she's like, "Well, this is the, this is our first. Like this is the first human and and
1: Yeah, but again, and I'm just
0: like, but how do you know? Hmm. You didn't know about this place five months ago. You thought you were alone in the universe. Mm-hmm. And, and we still don't know, We still don't know how she got there. By the way, they never did actually clarify that.
1: Yeah, I guess it was implied that they used a the sort of Stargate.
0: Yeah, I mean, they had to, but there's no implication.
1: Because, but Basically, she says, you brought me here in a spaceship, but he's like, did I? Yeah. And it doesn't really clarify any further.
0: Well, in Garbage kind of, like, he puts a little bit into it, too, because he says, like, what do you mean a spaceship? You can't get off this planet. Like, what are you talking about? Hmm.
1: So apparently there's a Stargate of some sort, or a space bridge, as I would like to call it. <laughs> Then again, no, they don't deserve a space bridge to scratch that.
0: Sp- space bridge, ah, think- <laughs> Space bridge makes me think of McKay, and I never want to think about McKay again.
1: No, 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 no. Space bridge can also mean like sound wave. So shock wave.
0: <laughs> Transformers. Okay, um, what would you give this book out of, like?
1: Uh, punch in the face. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> what would you give this book? Say, out of five, bangs.
1: Five credit institutes?
0: <laughs> five bangs. B-A-N-G.
1: S- okay. So a hair that hangs in the face. Um, <laughs> very appropriate with cats. I uh, would say it one and a half at most.
0: <laughs> at is, most! <laughs> which is funny, because I would give it probably around... 5? Hmm. <laughs> My husband is highly confused about this because this is not what I normally would write these kind of books.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 quite baffled, in fact.
0: <laughs> I told him he'd be confused because we have, by the way, we didn't really talk about this book while we were reading it or anything because we wanted to come on on the podcast and just like let this <laughs> talk. So, yep, yeah, I I actually really like. It it has some seriously problematic stuff, but I still enjoyed it. You know, except like your you know, your problematic things. This is probably going to be mm. one of mine. Mm. Because it was just so bizarre.
1: And yet you say you're not a furry. Oh, I'm not. And yet.
0: I'm not a furry. And yet. Because I don't really care about them at all. I don't care about the, the cats at all. I care about the humans.
1: Can't have one without the other in this case.
0: Yeah, you can. They have to find their mates first. Yeah,
1: okay. I'll I'll just leave that in the air for the dear listener to decide.
0: <laughs> ah, he knows he has to go to bed with me tonight.
1: Has to is a very strange phrasing.
0: Well, no, you have to go to bed with me tonight, cause I'm not sleeping on the couch.
1: You're phrasing that like I don't wanna.
0: <laughs> who said it was you that has to? He said it you was said... your wants, but who said it was your wants?
1: I'm confused now.
0: (laughs) You've confused yourself. I said you have to.
1: Yes, but that's, that supposes that I don't want it, but I do.
0: I don't know if you're going to want it after tonight. After I've fussed at (laughs) you.
1: Why would you fuss? I see no reason for fussing.
0: (laughs) What do you think, listeners? Think he deserves a fussing? (laughs) (laughs) We should put up a poll for this one.
1: That's gonna be very confusing for people who haven't listened yet.
0: <laughs> well, how to put a thing on the poll says so you can't vote until you hmm.
1: I don't know if I deserve a fuzzin', but apparently the the protagonist of this book do deserve to fuzzy.
0: <laughs> the um the honestly, like I liked Kitty. <laughs> like she was horny as hell, but that's all like that's, that's pretty common for faded maids, right? O- also like it's
1: it's erotica, of course you saw any.
0: Right. And, like, it was 165 pages, which is actually kind of longer than some of the other books mm. in that same genre. So, mm. I'm not going to ask if he's going to read another one because I just said I was going to make him, so that's not a problem. That is true. <laughs> By the way, I'm, I'm fairly pushy, but usually not this pushy with other people, only with him.
1: <laughs> Still, uh... While you're making me read the next book, it's still more of my own volition than the sex was uh, of her own volition in this book.
0: I don't, I still don't think that's entirely true. The pregnancy was not of her volition, but she wanted to bang him the minute that she saw him.
1: She was was caged, though. Yeah, but I don't think that mattered. There's no consent, though.
0: I don't want that. My poor husband has so many issues about this book. They cannot be explained in one episode, I don't think.
1: (laughs) Did also not expect to talk as long about this book.
0: Oh, I did. Hmm. Because we had very different views. That is true. Like, this is something that honestly I could see like Melody from Heaving Bosoms reading and definitely Courtney (laughs) from The Cult of Domesticity absolutely (laughs) would love this book.
1: Shots out to them,
0: and I know Carrie was asking about it, so shout I know at work. least three women that would love this book for many different reasons. three shots mm-hmm. shot 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 mm-hmm.
1: you know you make and about
0: noise. fourteen less than what he usually gives her <laughs> mm. okay, so we're gonna end this part of the episode yes. i'm I'm gonna let him you know leave because in a minute, we've gotta go take the puppy out. It's snowed here the past two days. Oh, has it snowed? <laughs> we got around like nine or ten inches, guys, so fairly high for. This
1: area is not used to nine or ten inches.
0: Yeah, it's. it's... And neither was Kitty. <laughs> um, it's a bit like Atlanta. When Atlanta was shut down from the snow, it's, mm. the ice is the same. It's, it's the same idea. Like, our City has been shut down for the past, like, two days. Yeah. My husband's had the last two days off, so.
1: Yep, I could actually sleep.
0: Yeah, he got to sleep in this morning. It's very nice. Mm
1: -hmm. Sleeping in means getting up around 7 or 8.
0: Yes, because he normally goes to work around 5, so... Yep. And he's going to have a nice long walk tomorrow because the buses aren't working and his bicycle can't go through the snow yet, so... He gets to walk to work and possibly walk back. It's like a little over an hour walk, guys. It's going to be fun. Of course, this will be far after this releases, so... But I'm still putting this in there because this poor guy has had to do all of this and he had to read this book.
1: Yes, feel bad for me.
0: <laughs> See, this is why I made him bake spaghetti the other day because he was being such a good husband and read this book.
1: Thank you for that.
0: <laughs> he, he likes it when I cook baked spaghetti. or any. Uh, he, prefer, like, he likes lasagna, but I didn't want to wait forever for those lasagna noodles to cook.
1: Also, she's a great cook, so she makes it work deliciously. <laughs>
0: And at least we know what we're eating. Unlike these people who she never knew what meat she was eating. They never actually explained what Mm. she was eating. Silent green? That's what I was thinking. Silent green is people.
1: Is it? Damn. Yep. Need to revise my notes then.
0: Yeah. Mm. It's not kitties. Mm. (laughs) Alright guys. (laughs) Before he starts waxing on again and we ADHD our way through life again. I hope you guys enjoyed this part. He's gonna go away. You're gonna get the outro, and then your day will be over with me. Freedom, <laughs> freedom for y'all, not for him.
1: Ha 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 ha. Goes the theme of the book.
0: Ha 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 ha. ha. Burp. Except I gave him much better organ. <laughs> hey, so did you have fun? Cause I know I had fun. <laughs> My poor husband had to edit all this, so all the heads up and snaps and love and hugs and beautifulness of my husband, Sven, and his ability to come on the show whenever I need someone and can always get a guest, or in this case, on Valentine's at Christmas, where I like to give him the chance to kind of join my world a little bit. You know, he doesn't really... He didn't really read romance before he met me, by the way, so this poor guy has gone through a lot of of romance. And I don't mean poor guy for reading the romance. I mean what I throw at the poor guy because sometimes I do it just because, again, torturing is kind of fun. But I love him! <laughs> right? Now, right before I go, I'm going to say where you can catch me. So, a lot of times I'm all over social media. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Damsel's Podcast. You can also find me on Patreon at patreon.com slash damselspodcast, which, you know, for like a dollar a month, you can get talked about on the podcast a little bit. I can talk about your name and, you know, give you a little bit of a heads up. If you get $2 a month, you get early access plus exclusive content and I've got a whole bunch that we're going to be putting up that I have recorded. We just haven't put them up yet because it's been busy and things have been going on. But, you know, sudden blizzards happen and things get a little bit behind because you don't know when he's going back to work. So (laughs) there is that. But I'm also going to ask you to please read and review. You can do that on Podchaser, Apple. And if you do that, please feel free to send me an at or an email or something because I want to talk about them. Like, I enjoy it and I like getting new reviews and I like hearing what you guys think. Seriously, bread and butter of this. (laughs) Bread and butter (laughs) of this podcast is you guys' feedback. So, I'm also going to say subscribe and hit the little notification bell on YouTube because, again, I'm hoping to get more people to view the episode that I put up there, the original content, because the books that I open, the Paranormals I open, I only want to review on the YouTube channel. So I'm trying to kind of like create exclusive content for different places because that way... You guys have, you know what you'll be getting on each social media platform you're on, right? Like Twitter, obviously, I'm always talking about something in romance or the news often because the news shapes our romance. Like how our writers write, how we read, all this is shaped by the world around us. So to me, it's one half dozen or the other. Instagram is visual, but also it's got a lot of, you know, mini reviews and stuff like that. I have a few of those coming out by the end of the month. I also, you know, want to have Facebook and not I don't really update it that much, but I have one if you want to follow it because you know you can see different things there. Also, so I keep mentioning I keep forgetting this, but I have the reading prompt challenge, you know, hashtag challenging damsels, and you can find the information at damselspodcast.com. I also would love to see more of the post on Instagram and Twitter. I, you know, I'm trying to find things and I'm trying to catch back because, you know, I'm finding people are listening more than I think and people that don't even know. And so I'm I'm I really want to include people in my reading challenges. So that's why I created it. As I mentioned, you know, at the end of December in the last of 2020 episode. So go back there to hear more about it. But. I'm, I'm trying to be inclusive. <laughs> So if you think that I'm doing something wrong or you think I should be adding more, please let me know. I, again, bread and butter of this podcast, is feedback. So one last thing, because apparently this is my so day, sorry. One last thing. My next episode will be with Adele Buck and we will be discussing Real Adams Go Deep, which has been mentioned on BookTube a little bit, but we actually recorded this A while back, I saved it for February because again, last month, and it is Friends to Lovers with a lot of steam. And we talk a little bit about the book, and there's a couple scenes that are, you know, flaming hot (laughs) as I hit my microphone, apparently. And you can also find me on uh, the fairly recent episode it's the end of january i was on boobies and newbies talking about party favors which is another erotica and i'm bringing that up because i typically don't read those but apparently i've read three of them in the past like i don't know like two months so it's been a hot minute so you know outside my box outside my comfort zone i'm a trying i'm hoping that you guys (laughs) like this episode i'm hoping that you will rate and review i'm hoping you will subscribe to youtube The only thing I have left to say is 2021 is starting off weird and different, but I'm hopeful, hopeful that it will be a more solid year, like, you know, where you're not always in, in worriness and you're always in fear and you're always in like, what, what, what? Like, I'm hoping that that's, that's done for a while and I'm hoping that we can have a little bit of peace and I hope that. Reading and talking and, you know, being in your community, however, whichever way you are, is huge. And I'm hoping that you guys are enjoying that. And I really want you guys to have a good day. Just go about your day and tell someone you love them. Because, I mean, this is Valentine's Day. But also, tell someone you love them. That's it. Just, it doesn't matter if it's your dog, it doesn't matter if it's your plant, it doesn't matter if it's your, you know, significant other, your mom, your uncle, your best friend. It doesn't matter. Just tell someone you love them because the past year has shown us that love is very, very important to us as a people. And it's always good to say to say it and there's no question about did they know because you know they know because you told them so all right guys (laughs) on that sad note i guess get ready to leave but have a good day and i don't know don't get kidnapped by an alien that wants to take you to the sex planet because i mean you could end up with someone that's a good fighter or you could end up with someone like I don't know in a red shirt you know you cut it up with a red and then you're just then you're just a widow and you got to go through the whole like second chances and it's all just a big bother (laughs) bye guys